New York City, 1979. At a papal order induction ceremony at St. Patrick's Old Cathedral, the award is placed around a kneeling Michael Corleone's neck by Archbishop Gilday. Connie Corleone and Dominic Abandando are singing in a room packed with people enjoying themselves. Vinnie Mancini appears with his mum, but their names aren't on the list. Vinnie protests, and they're let in. Abandando says the Order of Saint Sebastian is one of the highest honours the Church awards, first granted by Pope Gregory. After persistent questions about Michael's links with organised crime, Dominic asks if the press knows better than the Pope. Michael announces the honorary chairman of the Vito Corleone Foundation, his daughter Mary Corleone. The foundation helps the poor in every country, gives grants to artists, funds medical research and is dedicated to the resurrection of Sicily. She presents Gilday with $100 million. Michael's ex-wife Kay asks if Michael's honour wasn't a little expensive. She came for their son Tony, who wants to be a professional singer instead of a lawyer. Kay says now Michael's so respectable, he's more dangerous than ever. Vinnie meets pretty reporter Grace Hamilton. She asks about one spooky-looking guy. Vinnie says it's Joey Zaza's bulldog, Anthony the Ant Squigliaro. He dips his bullets in cyanide. Michael welcomes Don Altabello into his office. Altabello requests that he attach his name to the Vito Corleone Foundation cutting a cheque for $1 million. Next in Michael's office, Zaza presents Michael with a heavy award, then complains about Michael's nephew Vinny. Vinny says Zaza always insults Michael, urging Zaza to just once insult Michael to his face. Zaza says Vinny's a lying bastard, referencing Shakespeare. Vinny bites off Zaza's ear. Vinny knows Michael's into Wall Street and wants to protect him. Vinny says Michael stops Zaza from rising up in the commission. Michael will take Vinny under his wing for a few weeks. That night, there's a noise from the kitchen and Grace is at knife point. Vinny tricks a second intruder and holds him at gunpoint. When Vinny kills the second man bloodily, the first drops his knife. He says Joey Zaza sent him. Then Vinny executes him. Later, Vinny says he sent Zaza a message. Connie praises him. Michael already has problems with the commission. Vinny says he had no choice. 
Rome puts Gilde in charge of the Vatican Bank. Michael says the church owns 25% of large corporation Immobiliare. It has real estate worth $6 billion. The Corleones are prepared to deposit $500 million in the Vatican Bank when Michael receives majority control of Immobiliare. Gilde demands $600 million, reminding Michael he'll be one of the world's richest men. Later, a shareholder asks if Michael didn't just deposit $200 million in the Vatican Bank, which is affiliated with Immobiliare. Michael's attorney, B.J. Hamilton, respectfully says the Vito Andolini Foundation has made an endowment of $100 million. Gilday says the Vatican Bank feels that the international immobiliare will be safe in Mr. Corleone's hands, subject to audit and final ratification in Rome. Altabello says Michael's old partners want to share Michael's immobiliare deal and purify their money. Michael insists Immobiliare must be legitimate. Vatican City, Rome Frederick Keinzig, Swiss chief accountant of the Vatican Bank, says, according to the Lateran Treaty, the Vatican vote must be ratified in Rome by the Pope. Gilday says he's powerless until the Pope recovers from his illness. Later, B.J. shouts that the meeting in Rome was to be merely a formality. Keinzig insults the Corleone's criminal past. Immobiliare chairman Liccio Lucchese says they'll gladly put Michael at the helm, but their ships must all sail in the same direction. In Atlantic City, Altabello says in under 20 years, Michaels sold the casinos and made fortunes for them all. Michael says now it's time to dissolve their business relationships. As a gift, they can get their money right away. One man receives $50 million. The only one with no check, Zaza says his family's done hard work and taken many risks. He wants to make a move into legitimate enterprises and get a pin from the Pope. Zaza's made everyone there rich. They will not give, so he'll take. Altabello follows Zaza out the door, hoping to reason with him. The room starts shaking. Vinny tells Michael it's a hit. The door's locked from the outside. A helicopter machine guns the room. Vinny tactically moves with Michael behind him. In the car park, Vinny breaks into a car, deactivates its alarm, and drives Michael away safely. Later, Al Neri says the old dons were massacred, and any survivors made deals with Zaza. Altabello's with his daughters in Staten Island. 
just when Michael thought he was out, they pull him back in. Michael stumbles and clutches at his heart. He curses Altobello's name and shouts at Fredo. BJ tells Gilday Michael's in a coma, insisting the deal goes through. Gilday shakes hands with BJ, saying they have an understanding. Kainzig privately tells Gilday everything would be out in the open if Corleone dies. Gilday tells Kainzig to play for time. At a street festival, a man offers Zaza an insulting gesture, then keys the raffle prize Cadillac. Then somebody carrying the effigy of Mary and Christ produces a shotgun and kills Zaza's bodyguard. Zaza's chased by Vinny on horseback, then is shot to death. When Michael finds out, he shouts that it wasn't what he wanted, before composing himself. Michael says Vinny's father's temper was so destructive it clouded his reason. Vinny should work on his. Bagaria, Sicily Michael asks Don Tomasino's advice. Tomasino calls Altobello a very talented man who kept the peace between their Sicilian and American friends. Michael asks who could give the order for the Atlantic City massacre and still pressure the Vatican deal. Tomasino says only Lucchese can reach between these two worlds. Michael says Archbishop Gilday has powerful friends which protect him. Tomasino suggests Michael meet Cardinal Lamberto, a wise and good man, very influential. Michael wants Vinny to sell his soul to Altobello in order to discover how high Altobello is connected. Vinny should ask for Altobello's help. Vinny should say he wants to run away with Michael's daughter, but if he does, Michael will become Vinny's enemy. Vinny should ask Altobello to speak to Michael to further the marriage. Soon, Vinny tells Altobello he could straighten out what Zaza left behind. Vinny could use Altobello's friendship to persuade Michael. He'd be indebted to Altobello forever. Vinny kisses Altobello's hand. Altobello accuses Vinny of not telling him the whole truth. Altobello understands that with Michael gone, Mary controls everything. Vinny bristles at this. Vinny calls Altobello a wise man. Altobello says the richest man is the one with the most powerful friends. Lucchese appears, flanked with gunmen. Altobello kisses Lucchese's hand. Lucchese asks Vinny to let him be Vinny's friend.
Vinny calls Lucchese a man of finance and politics. Lucchese says Vinny understands guns. Finance is a gun. Politics is knowing when to pull the trigger. Lucchese and Vinny walk together. With Cardinal Lamberto at the Vatican, Michael was certain of the Archbishop's honesty. But the Archbishop's stalling. Vast monies have gone to people in high political places, and the Vatican Bank is the guarantor. Lamberto says there will be a scandal. Michael sits down, tugging at his collar, urgently requesting something sugary. He has trouble with diabetes. His blood sugar goes low. He hastily consumes the juice and chocolate. Lamberto asks if Michael would like to make confession. After thirty years, Michael would use up too much of Lamberto's time. But Lamberto always has time to save souls. Michael says he betrayed his wife. He killed men and ordered men to be killed. He ordered the death of his brother. Fighting back tears, Michael says he killed his mother's son. Lamberto says Michael's sins are terrible, and it's just that Michael suffers. In Latin, Lamberto gives Michael sacramental absolution. Mosca tells Altabello it's been ages since they did business together. Altabello has a stone in his shoe. Mosca says Altabello should tell him what to do. Then Mosca will give his price. Kay arrives. Mary shows her a poster for Tony's upcoming performance at the Teatro Massimo. Kay says Tony's an artist. Michael says thanks to Kay. There she is in Sicily for the first time. Mosca and son go to a wardrobe. Inside are weapons and costumes. Mosca gives his son a policeman's uniform, taking a priest's robes for himself. Connie says Vinnie's the only one left with her father's strength. If anything happens to Michael, she wants Vinnie to strike back. He wordlessly reassures her beyond doubt. Without bodyguards, Michael shows Kay the house where his father was born. Kay says Mary's in love. Michael says he knows. It's wrong and dangerous. Tomasino recognises assassin Mosca of Montelepre. Mosca wants to access Michael by riding in Tomasino's car. Soon, Mosca shoots Tomasino. Mosca and his son then run off. Michael warmly greets his old bodyguard, Kalo, and introduces Kay. Michael loves Sicily because all through history, 
terrible injustices have happened to Sicilians, but they still expect good things. When younger, Michael swore he'd never be like his father, but then Vito was in danger. Michael had no choice. Then Kay was in danger. Then Mary and Tony were in danger. Michael had a different destiny planned. Kalo says Tomasino's been shot dead. Kalo wants revenge. Michael says someday Kalo may have to do a difficult service for Michael. Kalo tells Michael to command him. Cardinal Lamberto becomes Pope with 99 votes. Lamberto wants to be called John Paul I. White smoke is seen. A red sash unfurls beneath the window and spectators cross themselves. Keinzig, God's banker, last seen leaving the Rome offices of Vatican-owned Immobiliare, has now vanished, along with lots of money. Vinny tells Michael Lucchese controls everyone. Altobello, the Archbishop, and others higher up. Lucchese hired a notoriously reliable Sicilian assassin to kill Michael. Michael says nobody's safe, even the Pope. Michael warns Vinny there's no turning back for him after this. Vinny asks for the order. Michael nods. Connie leads Michael away. Michael tells Vinny to give up Mary, and Vinny nods. Michael says Vinny's now Vincent Corleone. Vinny kisses Michael's hand. Vinny's capos then reverently kiss his hand. At the theatre to watch Tony's performing debut, Altabello says Vinny can't save Michael. Vinny should think of himself. Vinny tells Altabello it's all taken care of. Connie presents birthday cannolis to Altabello. The nuns who made them took a vow of silence. They're the very finest. Altabello removes one and tells Connie to eat it. She takes the tiniest bite, and Altabello eats the rest. Mosca stabs one of Vinny's men, and hides the body. He gets a sniper's rifle, and assembles it. Vinny's twin bodyguards discuss what to do. Now they're one man down. One of the twins finds the body. Then Mosca overpowers him. The second twin finds Mosca apparently being strangled. As the twin moves closer, Mosca kills him too. That night, the Corleone family settles its accounts. Swiss banker Keinzig has been swindling everyone from day one. Smothered with rosary beads, 
and a pillow, then to be found hanging from a bridge in an apparent suicide. Kalo will go to Lucchese's home, stabbing him in the neck with his own glasses. Neri will travel to Rome and light a candle for the archbishop, shooting him three times on a Vatican staircase. The opera finishes and everyone applauds. Altabello's dead due to Connie's poisoned cannolis. Vinnie learns the twins are dead. They must get everybody to the cars quietly. Mosca appears and shoots Michael in the chest. People yell and panic. Vinnie shoots Mosca. Michael sees Mary shot. She falls to her knees. There's silence as Michael cradles her. He cries out in anguish. Michael remembers dancing with Mary, then Apollonia, then with Kay. In the sunny courtyard of Don Tomasino's villa, Michael gently passes away on a chair in the sunshine. Starring Al Pacino, Diane Keaton, Andy Garcia, rated 15, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, released in the UK 1990, runtime 2 hours 42 minutes.